listener production. to Darling Shine, a podcast by myself, Elodie Pullen, and me, Chloe Fisher, a place where we ground womanhood's unspoken experiences from grief to fertility and everything in between. Join us while we transform our pain into power, encompassing all emotions, ugly and beautiful. Darling Shine is your chosen family and your survival kit for the unexpected shit life throws at you. Hi, everyone. So... By now, I would assume that you have listened to my previous episode of me yarning on about my fertility journey and the pregnancy journey up until now. So this is the second part of that. And Elodie is going to join me and she's going to ask me some quick fire questions that I know that every single person has been asking nonstop on our socials, but I've been quite tight-lipped about it all. And then On Friday, we're going to have an extended episode of all of our listener questions because there's also so many of those. So two things before we get started. The first thing is a trigger warning. We will be talking about pregnancy, miscarriage in this episode. So if any of those topics are going to be difficult for you to listen to, we suggest that you park this episode and you refer to it back at a later date. The next thing is a bit of a health disclaimer. Everything that you're going to hear in this episode is purely based on my experience. I'm not a medical expert. So if you want to take on any of the information that I've spoken about, please, please please speak to your GP or your fertility specialist before you start taking anything yourself. I'm not a doctor, clearly. (laughs) These questions are on the tippies of everyone's tongue. Um, I feel like so many people want to know, have you been morning sickness? Like it's such a funny thing when people learn that you're pregnant like three months later and they're like, oh my God, you've just been like dying for three months of morning sickness or like, you know, and they're like, people are always like, oh my God, how did I not like, you know? I mean, I was a bit of a hermit when I, when did I? You were really sick. Yeah, I was really sick. I wasn't vomiting, but I was just really, really nauseous all day and really fatigued. So I was like, that was the hardest part because I just couldn't keep my eyes open at all. And so I just tired. didn't even have the energy to walk up my stairs. It was really crazy. But it was... Um, and you were still kind of ever, like traveling too. Like just, well, you think, were just pretending life was normal. Yeah, I think that that's how I kind of like got on with this pregnancy because I just... <clears throat> you need to tell us about your recommendations with morning sickness reflux. Like what have you been taking? Because I know you've got some. Yeah, so the morning sickness, well, I mean, at the start, the morning sickness was so bad that I was getting prescribed um, Zofran from my doctor, which were, which is amazing. I was like, far out, how do I get this unlimited supply of this? But obviously when you're not morning sickness, you don't need it. But um, that helps like immediately. <clears throat> But they're actually really hard to get and they only give you a few, which is super annoying because you're like popping them like you really need them a lot. And I think you get like, you can get like 10 or 12 at a time. Maybe not even so that much. So it gets much. you through yeah. like one day. Yeah, like. so it was, um, that was, that was tough. But again, I was like, I was quite happy to accept it because as long as the baby was healthy and the baby was like, you know, tracking as it needed to, I was completely fine with the morning sickness. I'm like, whatever, this is what it is. Yeah. And what cravings have you been having? Um, cravings. At the start, it was, when I think I spoke about it on the podcast, I was craving mandarins and citrusy foods. But 
I mean, I feel like my cravings are sort of like what I crave, like when I've been a bad girl anyway. Like I love like my Vegemite and cheese, like Vegemite and cheese scrolls. That's not bad, but yeah. Um, no, but like all the like all the, sandwiches. All the comfort and, foods. Yeah, kinda. just like sandwiches. I would love to have like deli meats on a sandwich, but I can't have that obviously. All Actually, the, one thing that I was really craving was Subway. That's yum. random. So, and it was like impulsive. So it was like, I need Subway and I need it like right now. Yes. Like I'm going to go down to the shops right now. Who's coming? No one I need came. to know what the thing is with pregnancy and having Vegemite and cheese. Like why is that essential for every pregnant Maybe person? Maybe it's like the salty. salt. Yeah. Salty, savoury. Another thing that I loved, and this was actually a, a craving that I had in previous pregnancies. It's the only thing that's overlapped, which is pickled ginger. Mm. You like did, eh? Yeah, and I was like buying the jars from the supermarket. The supermarket. We were on our way back from Brisbane one day when you were pregnant, like literally a year ago, and we stopped in it. Remember that bad traffic day? We oh, stopped in yeah, this random yeah, yeah. sushi on the highway, and you were smashing the pickled ginger. Yeah, I love. I just that's I that's could a eat weird jars one. of that. It's random. And your smell was going nuts yeah. too. I know. The other day when we were in the car, Elodie had a packet, a box of those um, <laughs> shapes, Yuck. but like the cheese and bacon. Ugh, I was like this. St- I, I was repulsed. No. I was like, put the windows down if you're going to eat those shapes. Cause those like, ones are pretty bad. It's actually. It's like the bacon smell. I, like I can't eat bacon. I, that, I don't know. I'm really repulsed by bacon. And even at the very beginning. No, the fake bacon of it. <laughs> like it's just that though. Like that's a whole other layer. Well, at the very start of the pregnancy, I was repulsed by just being in the kitchen. Like I, I, and Paul was away, so I was at home by myself and I, I just couldn't even look at my kitchen. I was like, I, I can't do it. I can't yeah. even walk into the kitchen. You were getting so fovered every night like to cook. Yeah, I was getting I was my cooking. sister. Yeah, my sister and Elodie were cooking for me because I just, I physically couldn't do the cooking. Chicken schnitzel. I mean, I always oh, crave chicken yeah, schnitzel, but I was like making yeah. chicken schnitzel for one. And Paul was like, "You never make any of these meals when I'm home." But then she all was of a sudden, ma- you're making them for one when I'm away, and I'm like, "Well, pregnancy girls got to eat what a pregnancy girl, pregnancy's girls got to eat." Yum. And it's always the food I feel that you grew up with, like the food that you had when you were a child. Like, yeah, think of the school days, like primary school. That shit is like what you want when you're pregnant. Yeah, very random. Like lately, um, like I'm into green salads, like literally oh, just green wild. lettuce leaves and just like balsamic and like an olive oil and parmesan cheese. If you were to go, if I was to go to a restaurant, like we were going to these like Italian restaurants and stuff in LA and I'm like, I just need all the green salad and I just eat the greens. It's wow. so random, but I that, can't get enough of lettuce, like green, green lettuce leaves and balsamic Green fuck off when shit. I'm pregnant. No way. Oh, Don't come near me. Um, and beetroot. Is everyone saying, oh, you're craving that, it's a girl, it's a boy? Like people no. do, people, people I mean, aren't having really that to you? I have spoken to anyone about uh-uh. much. Well, and I don't really share much. Uh, well, actually, I did share the other week that I was craving egg McMuffins. I never got one. Well, actually, when we are in Japan, I was saying, oh, I just need an egg McMuffin. And we were at like an airport one day and he's like, there's a McDonald's, just go get your fucking McMuffin. And it wasn't it. Like I was like, nah, sorry, this isn't it. And then so when I was in, at home in L.A., I was buying the English muffins, frying an egg, putting a little bit of cheese on it. Oh my god, yum! That was like, and then Get when out. I posted it, that was like one of the only things that I posted about during this pregnancy. And heaps of people wrote to me like, "Oh my god, that was my craving: yes. egg McMuffins, egg McMuffins." So, Macca's in general, though, surely. No, it wasn't the McDonald's. Like I was like, I can't do McDonald's egg oh, muffins. Okay, it's okay. like purely like Sorry. a fresh cooked one at home. Oh, but apparently that's a thing. Yeah. 
Yeah, what's with that? Yeah. Oh my God, I've just eaten, like we've just had chicken burgers, <laughs> chips, nuggets, and I'm talking about this food. I'm fucking salivating. I'm, I'm <laughs> you just ate my burger as well as uh, your burger. Chloe's When I was reading through what we had ordered online when you went out the room, Carl's with Carly, I'm like, whoa, she's ordered a, a chicken burger combo meal and chicken nuggets and chips. And oh, I didn't know it was a like, combo meal. I thought you ordered the combo. <laughs> oh, I love a double combo. No worries. Yeah. Wow. No, but if if I look at you and I do the superstitious thing, so like, you know, people say, what's your skin looking like? Personally, I think it's glowing, but I know you've been complaining about breakouts. So I'm going to go with girl for your skin. And then I look at your belly. If you're going to do that whole thing, how are you carrying? You're carrying like you're having a girl, I think. And then the food thing, I would have said girl, but then you just threw a fucking lettuce in my face. And now I'm thinking, boy, yeah, I have absolutely. And I, I, the number one question that people have asked is what is the gender and we're, we're not going to find out. Yeah. Um, I don't think that there's many things that in life that you get as a full surprise these days. And I'm really excited for the labor and I'm really excited just to have that reward at the end of like checking what it is. So I, love be, that. I know people like, I think I heard you say boy or he. I'm like, no, I mean, I call it a he or a she all the time. Yeah, I think we were always like girl at the start he, and then he's a good boy in we there, all like kind of... It's just a, it's... We chop and change a lot. I said boy yesterday, weirdly. We, some chick we were talking to today was like he, but then it's always baseline in my head a girl, weirdly, but then I'll just accidentally say I boy. I have so. zero inkling of like what I think it is. I was really frustrated, I felt, when I was pregnant that people were like, what do you think it is? And I was so frustrated and felt bad that I felt like I hadn't connected with it, my kid, that I, I had no, I wasn't swayed to one or the other yeah. at all. And then in the end, towards the end, when everyone's like, it's a boy, it's a boy, it's a boy. I don't know if it's me just wanting to be different or just wanting to disagree or what, but I was like, no, it is a girl. And I was so strong with that. And weirdly, weirdly I was right. I've been told a different gender from every person. Like yeah. we... Elodie saw, I think we spoke about it, maybe we didn't speak about it, Elodie saw a psychic and the psychic told her 100% your friend who's having a baby, it's all fine, it's it's a boy. Another friend has, has since told me the story of when she saw this exact same psychic that Elodie saw and she said to her, which was a year ago, well, Kathy Corby, I mean, it's not a secret, Elodie saw who Elodie saw, but Kathy told my friends, um, and that was in January of last year, because they specifically asked about me and she said, she's got to get off the IVF needles. She's got to get off the hormones. Like it's not it for her. Yeah, It's just agree. like not agreeing with her. She needs to give her body a rest. She's going to announce her pregnancy in summer next year. And that was when I announced oh, her pregnancy. That was, yes. And she said, I'm not going to tell you the sex because she did tell us the sex as well. And I was like, oh, well, tell me because Elodie just told me and it's the same person. And she was like, oh, she told us it was a girl. So oh. she said boy and a girl. One boy, she said a boy to Elodie and a girl to my other friend. And then... It could yeah. be that she's, again, who the fuck knows, but it could be that masculine energy, the strong energy, but it's a girl, like Minnie Moo. Because remember they said fucking boy oh, for mean, her too, but whatever. Know. But there's, I've seen so many like psychics and mediums and clairvoyants yeah. and shit, and they've literally all said different shit. So who, nah. who knows? It's I don't, a funny one. I don't know. I'm so swayed either way. I, I, don't definitely, really... I definitely did used to feel this guilt as to why I don't feel connected to my child that's in my belly. Like you do feel connected, but like I'm like, I don't know who you are. And people oh, are like, I have oh, no nah, nah, nah. idea who this kid is. I think is. people talk a lot of shit I'm when like, they're like. I'm obsessed with this kid. Like I talk to it all the time, but I'm like, I cannot. 
I've always been able to envision myself pregnant. I've been, been able to envision myself through labor. I've been able to envision myself like the first hold, but yes. like envisioning the baby inside my belly, I'm kind of like, no, I'm with you. Like, I don't really, Thank I, don't, you. I always keep on saying to Paul, I'm like, it's so weird that it's like a boy or a girl in there. Like, I don't know. It's so, there's a growing thing in there. Growing little dick or <laughs> vagina in there. Yeah, people just carry on a bit, I think, with the old, with the old we're connecting with. Nah, jokes, that's heavy. Okay, no, number one question I feel like everyone wants to know, where are you having the little tot tot? Um, what country, be, darling? It will be born in Australia. Yes. So, yes. It will be Down under. Yeah. Come out with the, on the bloody Sanger. And a bloody <laughs> Bunning Sanger straight to the... You've Delivery. missed like the number one question that people keep on asking. Okay, okay. Oh, due question. date. You guys all want to know what my due date is. Obviously, I'm not going to tell you what my due date is. Otherwise, I would have told you in the announcement episode. It's a surprise. What, what like, this is obviously a whole episode in itself, but just like immediate thoughts birth, like what are we thinking? Like what water or epidural, what are you thinking about all that stuff? Well, it's going to be born um, on the Gold Coast. And I, I mean, I haven't really got any, I haven't really worked on my birth plan or yeah, whatever. Yeah, that's later. I'm not, oh, I don't really care for, like I'm obviously going to try a natural birth. If I have to have a cesarean, I have to have a cesarean. That's not like, I'm not like set on anything epidural 100%, like I'm not going to try and push this kid out like and be a hero. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't say that, but like. No, I like. I, don't, I honestly don't really like, I know it's going to be super painful. I just want to do whatever's going to make me the most comfortable and the baby the most comfortable mm. to get it out safely. Like no. I don't really care how it happens. Do want to yeah. like spend some time labouring in, in, in water at some point. And I know that there's a, like a really nice birthing suite at the hospital that I'm going to have the baby at. We will be going private, and like the only, re- like the main reason why I'm going private is because I've been paying for private health insurance for ever. Like for f- actually, no, not forever. I've been paying for it for. It's so funny when you start trying to conceive, you like start looking into, and you've got you're doing IVF. You start looking into private health insurance, and we we are with Brupart. They've been incredible, saved us a lot, and we've just obviously continued to pay it while I've been away because I've always like. When you first start private health insurance, you're like, oh, you've got to wait 12 month waiting period. Of course, I'm going to have a baby before then. Like, yeah, it's literally. It's going to be hit or miss. Like, yeah, am I going to miss the window? Am I going to miss the window? <laughs> so I just stuck with mine. <laughs> so I'm definitely going private because I need, I need to use this three and a half years later. Fucking no, but I need to what do you the, mean? As if you're going to be bloody, uh, pay four years of private. No, we're going public. Yeah, no, exactly. <laughs> so I'll be I'll be going private because be. mainly because of that reason. You found your obstetrician who's cool. Found my obstetrician um, through the hospital. Yeah. yeah. One thing I definitely regret is, like, I love the no plan plan. I had a no plan plan. Like, obviously, you don't know what's going to happen, so let's see what happens. And I was fully trying to be that hero, like, I don't want any drugs. And I did do that and I didn't have drugs. But I look back and I'm like, excuse me, why? That was so <laughs> fucking painful and unnecessary. Like, give me the epidural any day. Yeah, so that's 100% where I'm with that. fuck trying to be a hero. Have, like, are you joking? Yeah. Unless, you know, unless there's other reasons, but wow, I, I, I don't, it's not like I have a medal. Like, yeah. <laughs> like I you did this naturally. <laughs> yeah. 
but um, around at kindy. I was yeah. naturally no, no drugs. <laughs> yeah, no, I'll uh, be just doing whatever happens and whatever. I'll be taking guidance from the midwives and my obstetrician and just like feeling my gut. I've been pretty good with my gut instincts and my intuition and just, I honestly, I'm so relaxed right now about it all that I'm, and I, I, I knew I always would be. Once I eventually got, and I'm not saying that I'm in the clear at all, but like, I'm in a safer zone, but I always knew that once I did get past that really high stress anxiety period, heaps people are just like, I'm so surprised how you're just so like I'm like you're I was so born to do this. I've been waiting to do this my whole life. Like it is I'm the ready to go. Thing. Like I'm not I'm not worried. I'm not scared. I'm not stressed. I'm not like it's gonna be all sweet. You've literally never been in your element more. You've never looked so natural, so healthy, so like, and when I say natural, like you're just in your natural habitat. Like you <laughs> literally are actually just thriving. I don't, I've never seen, you are so meant to be pregnant. Oh, thank you've you. never, never seen a cuter pregnant person, literally. And yeah, you've never been so calm, like you said, and just fucking so chilling. You're not, you're not, you're not even it's like, weird because I'm actually way more chill being so pregnant chill. than I am just as a normal person. So, oi, can you be pregnant <laughs> all the time? I mean, that would be nice. Obviously, you wouldn't do that. But nah, 100%. And like even just this is you always how you're, you've always never wanted to find out the sex of a baby. Like you've never thought that was a cool thing to do. But I feel like it is surprising because you are a very like, a, a, uh, yeah, you like I'm, knowing shit. Like, there's just no way I would have ever found out the sex. Yeah. It, like no. that was never going to happen. I love that. Yes. Okay. So um, names. Yeah. Tell everyone your baby name. Go on. <laughs> yeah. We won't be sharing that one either. Sorry, what about everyone. for a boy, King Fisher? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What about? Let's go on to the next. What, what about else have you got? pirate Fisher? <laughs> what about Fisher and Pikele? <laughs> <laughs> Let's go over your supplements. What have you been munching on? What pingers have you been taking, dolls? Go. <laughs> um, what did you just ask me? Supplements. Uh, yes. What supplements. I'd love um, to know obviously, about throughout like the last three and a half years, I've done like a thousand different supplements. I personally don't reckon any of them fucking worked. But if it when it comes to like immediate supplements, what I'm taking now of you have to take a prenatal. I have the MTHFR gene, so when I'm taking prenatals, I have to um it has to be the methylfolate version of folate because I don't know my body can't break it down properly. Yeah, so, nice little hickety hickety hickety. Um, so the prenatal that I'm ta- taking is Tressos, I think, prenatal or Bioceuticals in natal, and they're both just from like a health food shop. Um, I've been taking, my IVF doctor told me to take DHA, so I've been taking DHA, but the brand is Bioceuticals, and you also buy that from chemists or like, um, like health food stores. Yes, I did use progesterone, from zero to 12 weeks, the grossest shit ever. I was like using the gel fucking up the front, using the suppositories up the back where I could like just, just trying to get it in where I could get it we in. We don't it's miss those. Brain. Did you take the end up doing the anal ones? Yeah, I was doing it a bit, but it was honestly making me so constipated. <laughs> I don't think I pooed for like weeks. It was so gnarly. It was like pooing like marbles. Like I just, kangaroo poos. It was that's what they oh looked like. Oh God, yum, yeah. <laughs> I just remember my undies looking like 
cottage cheese was just falling out everywhere. <laughs> like it was just fuck. That progesterone like can just settle yeah, down. It's so crook. Yeah, like, I, is I, it I even going I was, up because it's coming out? No, well, I, I kind of like worked out like the keys to it. Like you really had to, if you were using the just the gel, like the the squirty one, you'd pretty much have to put it in. I'd use it before I go to bed, so I'd put it in just before I go to bed and lay down. And if you can lay down after you put it up, it does absorb heaps more. It's like if you just put it in and you're walking I mean, around, that makes that's sense. when it like comes out. But I was having to do three a day, so it's obviously oh. really difficult. I remember I was in Japan and I'm like, oh, this is so torture. Like when can this end? And then it doesn't really end because then you like go through, you finish using those in your first trimester and then you just like feel like you're pissing your pants. And I yeah. said to my oh. doctor yesterday, I'm like, like, why does it feel like I'm weaning all the time? He's like, oh, yeah, that's just pregnancy discharge. I'm like, epic. We're a liner. I'm like, no shit, Sherlock. But, like, <laughs> when is it going to end? Like, is it, what is it, where is it coming from? You're like, like bruh, I'm literally in nappies. Oh, God. Anyway, a so liner. progesterone's rank. I'm assuming it doesn't doesn't end when you have the child. Oh, no, I was leak. <laughs> I was in nappies for literally six weeks. Like I was in nappies, nappies for two weeks, but I was a rare case. Yeah, I remember asking you when you were going to get off the nappies. You're like, nah, I, I, think I, I might just them. keep them wearing them where I can. I loved, I literally ended up just loving them. I was like, I fucking just don't want to take these things off. And then I just went to the pad that was like those really big, enormous pads that were like, literally looked like a bun from like, like that bun Carly just ate like that. I, um, and then I have some in America like from when I had my Asherman syndrome surgery and I'm like, I think I might bring them home. They're pretty good. They're yeah. like real nice ones. Get around them. They're yeah. Like high end nappies for adults. Oh, yeah. they design a nappy yeah. dolls. I wouldn't expect <laughs> anything less. Um, and uh. then for the first 12 weeks, I was also taking aspirin, clexane, and prednisone, which I already spoke about. So if you have had recurrent miscarriages, you could speak to your doctor about those three things. And that's what that's the clexane shots. Probiotics, I always take probiotics in the morning and I take the seed, it's called seed, the probiotic brand. And then for acid reflux and all of the above heartburn shit, which that's been, that's actually been one of the most annoying parts. The acid reflux is so hectic. It comes on at all times during the day, mainly when I even lay down at night to go to sleep. It's just like comes up my throat. But I just recently discovered or a friend of mine gave me these pro- this product in America. It's called Fluxy. I think it's pretty hard to get these tablets in Australia. They're obviously says at the back on the back of the box, you should adv- speak to a doctor if you're pregnant. But I spoke to him like hardcore about it. And he said, it's absolutely pregnancy safe. All the ingredients are natural. It actually really helped a little bit with my nausea too, because it has ginger root in it. And I'm like, this is great. Tastes great. Like, so yeah, I'm stoked Love. with that. And then anything like Hardcore. I mean, this, I think Tums is like an American thing. Yeah, because I'd never heard of it. Oh, well, like anything that, ha- like if I get acid reflux right now and I need it to be fixed like immediately, I'll have like a Tums and it will, and it will sort it out like straight away. I wonder if your um, baby's hairy. Yeah, he, people said that. Or well, it'd be a bit random if it, if it the turns out like, to be oh. wig on. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely didn't get it from its father. Um, uh, no, but Paul definitely, when Paul was a baby, he had like really curly blonde hair and I had really curly brown cute. hair. So I wouldn't be surprised oh, if curly got, like, curly hair. Cute. I love a baby with curls. Yeah. So I, I, maybe it's going to be a furry baby, like a little curly <laughs> baby. <laughs> you know, furfy. sometimes like, they come out and they're just like covered in 
Oh my God, stop. They're so cute when they come out with like a really hairy back. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Okay, so I think that we... Like they, they were just some quick fire questions that I know that are at the like the I, tip of everyone's tongues. But I want to do a full. We're going to do a full bonus episode that's going to come out on Friday with like all of the listener questions that Ellie's going to ask me. Did you not want to cover like the natural herby ones, like the the little Indian herbs that you got? I already spoke about it. Okay, the, cool. Well, that's episode. great. Um, okay. All right, but let's like do over the over the course of like yes. my whole pregnancy, I tried everything like concoctions from naturopaths, like everything you name it, everything. And I just my problem was not it that like it yeah. wasn't to do with my. I just yeah. it was divine timing for sure, and it was a shift. It was just like it was just and your the whole surgery last was year. the biggest thing. Yes. Anyway, we're gonna. We're going to wrap this episode up with the Dear Darlings and then on Friday we're going to release a bonus app with all your questions because I've also got a massive list of those and we, I don't want to like continue doing this as an extra, extra long episode. I think it's, yeah. we should wrap that one up. Bonus episode this Friday with extra bits. Let's do a Dear Darlings now. All right, ready? Dear Darlings, I've always wanted to be on your podcast from a warrior trying to get pregnant for eight years now, three years of IVF, two ectopic pregnancies. I'm now turning 30 this weekend and basically just want to know how you kept going and how you kept pushing through. The fact that I thought by now I would have a little bundle of joy. All last year, I told myself I'm going to be pregnant for my 30th. I know it. Then when my last two transfers failed miserably recently, I just felt like I failed me and my partner and feel lost and out of place. Always thought I would have kids young, this journey is so crippling and I feel like I'm not where I should have been at 30 years old. Maybe if you could speak about how to let go of the stigma around not being where you thought you would be with having a family at a certain age, that age society makes us think we should have kids before, etc. We're always told from 30, our fertility rapidly declines. Love everything you guys are and I'm so happy for you, Claw and Fish. Bless, yeah, fuck. I mean, so I true. feel all those feels. I'm 32 now and I was freaking out. It's so valid, so valid to be feeling like that. Definitely this is, in society, you're expected to be doing all X, Y, Z milestones by a certain age. I think it's weird because I feel like 30 is such a predominant yeah. stand out milestone age. I also feel as well for you, you've already done so much, so many hard yards and it's so sad that that's been your journey and you're not yet 30. Like I started mine when I was 30. So I, I don't know, I, I kind of was a little bit later to the, later to the game, but for you, you must feel extra sad because you've done all this and you're like, oh my God, like, how is this going to get better? And you just compare to everyone around you that you feel like is just overtaking you. It's really fucking hard, this one, because I don't, I, I don't know how, how you can... How, no, but like you literally had that, obviously, yeah. and then you really let go. You shifted. You did so much healing and inner work. You did retreats on your own. You did mm. you, whatever, what energy healing or what was it? Like that you I just did this massive shift and you were literally a new person. Like when we would have, like so many things happened and so many like 
fights that you'd had with, like, I don't know, things that happened to you prior to that, you would hold on to, hold grudges. You'd be like a completely different person. And then like last year, mid last year, you just let everything go and things would happen and I'd be expecting a storm from you and you'd be like, you know what, I don't care. And I'd be like, whoa. I think as well, it's like really important to take that pressure off you because sometimes, sometimes it is so very much out of your control and I was, I actually went through these motions as well. It's like, there is nothing that I can physically do that is going to change this outcome right this in this moment. So the sooner I let go and the sooner I surrender and the sooner I um, accept that this is my journey, the sooner I'm going to become okay with it. And, and it takes so long. Like it, it really took me a really long time to come to that point. I don't think that there's any easy path, but I mean, for me, my only advice would be like turn inward, work on yourself, try and do like a retreat by yourself, do things for you. Mm. But it's really, it's easier said than done for sure. And you really have to go through every single motion and do it in your own time to be able to get to that point because it took me, yeah, three three years to be able to like be okay with getting older and not having what I wanted. And do you feel like now that you are now pregnant, do you some do you kind of like think, oh my God, it was never going to be that? Like, I mean, and obviously everyone's different, like, because it's a health thing at this point, I guess, too. Like, it's like, I'm not a doctor, but did you think, wow, no amount of supplements was really going to get me where I needed to be? It was we actually divine timing. We both knew yeah, that. Yeah, I know. We both said it all the time, like, there's more to the picture than this. Yes. And it's like, I can't physically cannot do anything more. And now the timing has just been so like... Yeah, it all. You're like, this This. This kind of feels right and makes sense. And yeah. it's like, okay. I it's fucking just, was just... Honestly, to being through patient, the ringer. Being super patient and knowing that your time will come. It will. you got to believe that though. Fully mm. believe it. Because like I said earlier in the... I, there was not one, not one inch of my body that didn't believe that I will have my own baby one day. There was no doubt. There was absolutely yeah. not one fucking piece of doubt. Yes, I struggled. Yes, I was very sad. Yes, at times I was depressed. I had anxiety. I had stress. But there was not one, and everything was leading to the no. But there wasn't a part of me, and I probably never said it out loud. But that was like yeah, this isn't going to happen because I knew it was going to happen. Yeah, you never gave up on that. Whole... No, and I never would have. If I had to do this for another 10 years, I would have done it for another 10 years. But I was never going to give up until I was told by someone or unless there was something wrong with my, like, and I had like a definite answer, a definitive answer, there was no way I was going to stop. Like, no. Nah. Yeah. Yeah. But that's a good one. It's really fucking hard. It really is yeah. so difficult. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Well, that was th- a great answer. I think that um, that will be enough for this episode. It's so much information. I know you guys were whinging the other one didn't have enough information, but now we've just overkilled you with information. And the beautiful girl that wrote that question in, like, we're thinking of you and we're, we're manifesting this for you. And yeah, fuck, your time's got to come. Definitely. It will. Okay, so I think it's time to wrap this episode up. But if you want more... Part three of this, I guess you could say, series will be in our feed this Friday as a bonus episode. And Elodie's going to ask me all of the questions that you guys have sent in and I'll answer them there and then. And if you want to ask more questions, you can always send them to us via 
hello at darleneshine.com or you could go to our Instagram and write us some DMs. Between us and our team, we're actually going through our Instagram DMs um, and pulling apart all the ones that we'd like to answer and hopefully we will get to them at some point. There's plenty of time for Q&As, but I think that that just about covers every aspect of this pregnancy up until now. Thank you so much for everyone's love, everyone's support. It's honestly just been so overwhelming. I, I cannot believe how many people are so how many people are excited for this and yeah it's very very special time in my life and i'm grateful that you guys get to come on the journey with me so thank you and i you'll hear me again on friday Yay.